Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 7th of September. Today, are Australia still alive in the men's and women's US Open singles draw? Australia draw first blood in the ODI series against New Zealand, and our golden girls of football fail once again. But first... Right now, picture AFL CEO Gil McLaughlin, Scrooge McDuck style, swimming in piles of money as he celebrates securing the richest broadcast deal in the history of Australian sport. Footy is the greatest game in the world, and we have the best broadcast partners. And our announcement today is the biggest partnership in the history of Australian sport. The AFL coffers will be filled to the tune of 4.5 billion over seven years, thanks to a deal with the code's existing broadcast partners, Channel 7 and Foxtel, through to the end of the 2031 season. And with all the sweet new cash coming the game's way, naturally, it begs the question, is $4.5 billion enough to finally get Tassie a team of its very own? On Tasmania, um, we're optimistic of reaching some uh, agreement with the, the Tasman government, and we will then go to our presidents and their boards and clubs in the, in the coming weeks and, you know, there'll be a just process that plays out there. No, apparently. $4.5 billion isn't enough to get a straight answer out of Gill on the future of the game in the Apple Isle, but I'm sure it can't hurt. The mega deal is one hell of a farewell gift from Gill to the game he's headed up for the past nine years, with McLaughlin having announced he'll stand down at year's end. The new TV rights deal was the big item on Gill's to-do list before he sails off into the sunset. So it would seem Gill is now free to... Yeah, let's talk some tennis, because today Nick Kyrgios continues his march towards a possible first Grand Slam major victory. And that path to Grand Slam glory arguably became more straightforward yesterday. The glass pool, the number 11 seeds. They take down the very popular eight seeds, Kokonakis and Kyrgios. Firstly, Kyrgios and Thanasi Kokonakis were bundled out of the doubles draw, losing in three sets in the round of 16, meaning Nick can now focus all his energies on the singles. And secondly... With respect for Rafa, Francis Tiafo says, it's my time. 24-year-old American Francis Tiafo ended Rafael Nadal's chase for a record-extending 23rd Grand Slam title yesterday, leaving Kyrgios as the bookmaker's new favourite to win the tournament. Kyrgios will trade shots with Russian Karen Hatchinov today, with the winner destined for the semi-finals. But what about our hopes of claiming the women's single? Not today! Isla Tomnanovic's US Open run came to an end at the hands of fifth seed Onzia Burr in the quarterfinal after she went down in straight sets. No, no more tennis for today. That's it. The Anzac rivalry has been rekindled once more. Oh, it is on, Phyllis. It is so on. And sure, it might feel a little early for the summer of international cricket to be getting underway. But yesterday, Australia and New Zealand kicked off their three-match ODI series in Cairns. And Glenn Maxwell lived up to his big show nickname. Oh, what a catch. What a standard. Maxwell, who else? And Australia strike early. No sooner had he taken a contender for catch of the year, Maxwell grabbed the ball and proceeded to lead Australia's bowling contingent, taking four wickets from his 10 overs, helping restrict New Zealand to a meagre total of 232. But despite facing a seemingly straightforward run chase, Aussie captain Aaron Finch's stay at the crease was short-lived. There we go, there we go, he's got him again, has he? 
History repeats himself. Finch was sent packing for just five, continuing his poor run of form in the green and gold with a high score of just 15 in the past six innings. And while questions are being asked about Finch's future in the team, thankfully, Finch's vice-captain Alex Carey and rising young gun Cam Green filled the void, helping Australia chase down the total with five overs to spare. Too easy. New Zealand will have the chance to atone for their defeat in the second ODI tomorrow. Next year, we're hosting the Women's FIFA World Cup, or co-hosting it with our friends across the ditch New Zealand. And unlike the Socceroos, who, let's be honest, we're just happy if they make it to the World Cup, there is some hope that the Matildas could actually win the thing. I'm gonna win! I'm gonna win! But last night in front of almost 27,000 fans at the new Allianz Stadium in Sydney, the Matildas attempt to build momentum and find form ahead of next year's tournament, hit another snap. In their second friendly against the seventh-ranked Canadians, Australia started in fine form thanks to the rising star of the women's game, Mary Fowler. Back to Kerr, who cuts it for Fowler! Less than two and a half minutes on the clock, and Sam Kerr sets up Mary Fowler to give the Matildas the dream start. And Fowler's goal was the difference between the two teams at half-time. And then in the second half, it all kind of went to sh. First cross block, Leon is there! Played in by Sinclair and Adriana Leon, who got the winner in Brisbane, strikes again. And this young player really looks like something as here goes Leon again. What a week she's having down under. Adriana Leon. The second half brace from Adriana Leon saw the Matildas go down 2-1 at the venue where they'll play their World Cup opener next year. We're not in the best form right now for different reasons. And then when we play the way we do, it costs us and we can't keep that standard all the way through. So we really need to work on finding that fitness and form come World Cup. Matilda's coach Tony Gustafsson pointing out the bleeding obvious after the loss. And the team will now have the opportunity to regroup before the next one-off friendly against Sweden in November. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.